the mile rate thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. And Rob, it was popular. I, I don't know what the size of the crowd was, uh, but they were vocal. They knew they were watching something pretty special um, and uh, they let David Moran know and Lock and Varad. He got a wonderful reception. Oh, look, you know, as you know, Danny, I conduct, uh, I've been conducting presentations at Melton and Mooney Valley for uh, for many, many years. And, you know, just to hear all the people cheering Lock and Varad, the people cheering David Moran, it was like a rock star uh, on the fence last night. He was giving high fives. People were stopping him, wanting to take a photo with him. They wanted to get close to the horse. Amazing. I think David had such great support from his family and friends from Shepparton. They all came down in busloads last night. They're probably still celebrating right now. Uh, they're, they're probably having breakfast still with a frothy in their hands uh, and, a, and, a, and that, that cup, that beautiful cup, drinking champagne. I, I reckon they're listening to us right now and still celebrating the win. Uh, cheers, guys and girls. Um, yeah, what a, what a wonderful moment. And, um, oh, look, I hope we get to see him again soon. That's the thing we talk about going into state, maybe overseas. You just wonder whether we'll see him back in Melton uh, again too. So when you put that into perspective, um, you know, that can, um, that can be a worry. But, you know, if he goes on the international stage, he'll be flying not just the Australian flag, but particularly the, the Victorian I, I never thought uh, that we wouldn't see him again, Danny, uh, but you've actually got me uh, very worried that that might be the case. So I might hope for another lockdown so he can't, he can't escape out of Victoria. Rob, there were three Group 1s on the card. Another one was the four-year-old Bonanza. This is the race that really kick-started Lock and Varart 12 months ago. He then went on to win the Chariots of Fire. It's got a great record of producing Chariots of Fire winners. Boots Electric came from a mile back. He was 100 to 1 into about 25 to 1. It was quite an incredible go, and it was a gem of a drive, although uh, he could well end up in the wrath of the stewards there, Greg, from halfway up the straight. But to save that ground to get through, I mean, only really Greg Sugars can do it. Yeah, it was an interesting uh, driving tactic. He actually got through uh, early from the second row into a really handy spot, and I was actually watching him, especially knowing uh, the, the fluctuations, and I love seeing horses back to big odds, and obviously... Uh, you know, coming right in as we saw last night, and he was one out two back. I thought, wow, you've got into a really good spot, and he was quite content to go to the pegs to be three back the inside. And I thought, interesting move at the time, but then I thought, well, this still might pay uh, pay off for him. And you could just see coming to the home turn, the heavens were starting to open up, and gee, Sugar's at his best. He was manoeuvring a passage, and he had to sort of shift out a little bit underneath uh, one there uh, last night to get out into the clear. And as you mentioned, he might have a, a few questions to uh, answer to the stewards. But it was a phenomenal win. Really interesting with Boots Electric, Danny. We obviously, over the last few months, we've been talking to uh, Anthony Butt about the progress of Wolf Stride. And we also, at the same time, was talking about Boots Electric and trying to get a, a real understanding of where Boots Electric sits as far as the progress of, you know, compared to Wolf Stride. And he always thought, well, another 12 months, I'm hoping that Boots Electric can measure up like Wolf Stride. Well, the way he won last night, there's no doubt that's the case. Well, he's going to keep up with a strong tempo and he'll head to the Chariots of Fire now. Greg Sugars was fine and suspended, Rob. So uh, he did cop the wrath, but he's a Group 1 winning driver after taking out the four-year-old Bonanza. And this is how he did it.
Heading off the back straight in 27-8, third quarter. Perfect stride, the inside. Pacifico Dream kicking on. Honolulu Bay out wider than Kowalski analysis and Boots Electrics run up behind them. Pacifico Dream hit the lead. Boots Electric getting out. Kowalski analysis is getting the run. Boots Electric out wide. Kowalski analysis and Pacifico Dream, but it's Boots Electric. What a drive. Boots Electric has got up at massive odds. Greg Sugars, what a drive in a group one to beat Pacifico Dream and Kowalski analysis. Uh, yeah, three fence for most of the race. Um, yeah, obviously the barrier draw wasn't uh, very favourable pre-race, but we ended up getting a great run through when there's a bit of trouble early. And, uh, yeah, when three fence was available, I didn't hesitate, just took it. And then uh, it's just a matter of finding a gap late, which um, sort of the heavens sort of opened up around the turn and we got through and, and hit the line powerfully. He's a horse that had a big rap on him when he came from New Zealand and he's been forced to take on the best of the best with very little uh, real experience, but he must have given you a great feel tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I've done a super job uh, since coming down from uh, from Sydney. Um, it's been a very consistent horse. Uh, as like most of the Anthony Button, Sonia Smith stable, they're doing a, a wonderful job with their horses. And uh, yeah, Ants was um, was pretty upbeat about this horse's chances pre-race. Um, but, uh, you know, it would have been liking to see him have a better draw, of course. But uh, he said, yeah, if the breaks come your way, he'll go very, very good. And he was spot on. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Sugar's there with a Boots Electric, which completed a long-shot double for Anthony Budd and Sonia Smith. Typhoon Stride, who we'll get to shortly, won at odds of 150 to 1 fixed odds. Boots Electric was bet, 100 to 1 was bet fixed odds. Uh, what an extraordinary uh, double that was. They had other runners that performed really well throughout the course of the night uh, as well. So in the wrap-up for the four-year-old Bonanza, Chariots of Fire, most of those horses are going to head to that race, Rob. Um, is Boots Electric a chance? Uh, is there something else we should be forgiving of? Well, in all honesty, I mean, the uh, the record of our uh, four-year-old Bonanza into the Chariots of Fire has been phenomenal over the last few years, with Lock and Var up being one of those horses, and we've had some... Uh, poster some boy. Poster boy. Uh, Lazarus was also a winner of uh, the four-year-old Bonanza and then went on as well uh, to be a star horse. Uh, Jillaby Kung Fu was another one. So it, there's some really good form line out of the uh, four-year-old Bonanza. And even though he may have looked a, a little bit lucky from the drive because he was three back the inside, but you can't fault the horse. Expensive ego just didn't handle the track, did he? He went a bit rough a few times, Dan. Yeah, look, he did, and end up, and that changed the complexion of the race a little bit. That's probably the time, too, that Greg Sugars went to the peg line. And they went hard, Rob. There was plenty of pressure on. Kowalski analysis, he's going to win a good race, isn't he? He just can't quite do it at both ends. He gets very close to doing it at both ends, but I think in time he will be able to do it. He'll just keep getting stronger. I mean, Pacifico Dream was outstanding. You could see Sophia Arvis, and I think half up the straight, you could see her face. She thought for a moment there I was, she was going to be the winner, and she looked across and she realised that Pacifico Dream was still coming and then Boots Electric joining in late. They went a mile rate of 151-2, as you mentioned, 27-8, 27-6 home. But all honours to the winner, Boots Electric, and all honours to Anthony Budd and Sonia Smith. Uh, Sonia was very, very happy uh, at the presentation area last night. And the Group 1 uh, for the Mayors was the, uh, the Ladyship Cup, the Alabar Ladyship Cup. Our Princess Tiffany's been a wonderful horse right through her career, Rob, and with that win tonight, she passes a million dollars. She led all the way, but the question mark was, was she going to be able to hold out the challenges early? 
And she did it pretty comfortably. Yeah, look, Chris uh, was was pretty upbeat that he thought he could hold the front. He was able to do that reasonably well at the finish uh, with our Princess Tiffany. Probably another stride. She may have got grabbed because uh, better in force just kept coming. They went a mile rate of 153.1, which wasn't sizzling. I think even though he burned out at a gate, he was able to get a, enough breather. 28.8 and 30.3 that second quarter really set the win up for our Princess Tiffany. He sizzled down the back in 27.5. He was able to shrug off better in force coming to the turn, but to the credit of better in force, she just kept rallying. And as I said, one more stride, she may have been able to run down our Princess Tiffany, but of Brave second from her. Rokasaki was very good, was three back to pegs and ran on well. Probably not her go. Miss McGonagall continues to perform well into fourth placing and six elements ran a, a nice race into fifth. The two favourites, our Princess Tiffany and Better in Force, find out the Alabar Ladyship Cup. In 27.4, it's our Princess Tiffany. Three metres to better in force. In third spot, Jendon Strike. Rokasaki gets out, peels three wide from Miss McGonagall. Our Princess Tiffany turned for home. Five metres clear and beat off better in force. Then Jendon Strike and Rokasaki. But it's our Princess Tiffany clear, trying hard better in force. She's lifting again late, but our Princess Tiffany's clinging on and wins. Goes all the way. Our Princess Tiffany beat a brave better in force. Third home, Rokasaki, a terrific. Run. And they were followed home uh, by either uh, Miss McGonagall or making up terrific ground was Six Elements. Uh, probably they didn't come out sort of full tilt, um, but she did, you know, come out well. She could have probably come out, you know, even quicker again if I really needed her to. You're able to rate that race perfectly, and I don't know what the last half was, but I dare say it was pretty slick. But for her to win first up off a five-week freshen up, a great training performance by Dean as well. Yeah, for sure. He's always you know, had him spot on on these big nights, and um, as you said, five weeks, and she just had one really quiet trial at um, Geelong, I think it was, a few weeks ago, but um, tonight she was spot on. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Rob, it was a terrific night for Chris. He drove three winners, uh, including that Group 1. Yeah, look, he, he had a great night. He's had a, a great uh, start to the year, as we know. He's just a champion uh, driver, and he'll just keep putting himself out there in these big races. He, he knows uh, how to win them, he knows how to rate them, and he knows how to get the best out of the horses, and it was a real stellar performance by Chris last night. Going back to the start of the night, it was won by Modern Bliss. Gee, it was run at a, a pretty brutal tempo as well, and the, the winner wasn't really known until the last top. Modern Bliss, Greg Sugar's got there right on the line, and I thought it was a tremendous training achievement for, for Ash Wharton as well. Uh, this horse has been in terrific form over the last couple of months. Yeah, look, it was a great finish to the race. Uh, it was a matter of uh, which way to look, and I know uh, from a race caller's perspective, you did a mighty job uh, trying to line them all up when they hit the line. I think the first five of them, Danny, uh, it was hardly a, a breath between them, and Modern Bliss just did enough to get there in time. A beautiful drive by Greg Sugars once again. Major Delico uh, narrowly beaten, was very brave. So was Mirakura. He was out standing for Stephen Cleave. Hugo Rocks just got held up momentarily, then went for a run, had to change course, and just its run got impeded, which probably just maybe looked a little bit disappointing over the last 50 metres or so, but I still thought his run was good. And Zadaka was a good effort, came from a long way back. I think those first five horses are all going to be winning once again very soon. 
Race number two, again, it was run at a frantic clip. Struve was the favourite, couldn't get in and, and end up dropping out from the 800 metres, and uh, this would end up being a rough result. Well, Struve, who came off the second row, had no horses uh, in front of it, uh, and Jason Lee elected to go forward, but uh, what he didn't realise, they were all going to try to hold him out. Pantano stride found the breeze and was in no uh, no hurry of handing up to uh, Struve, and he got parked out three wide. He was a beaten horse a, a long way out. Uh, good effort, Typhoon Stride. He was second up, and we heard Anthony Butt mention that he was really happy with the horses. First up, Rum. He got a long way back. Last night, when that tempo was on early, he just worked into the race down the back, and he moved alongside uh, the leader at the time, and Gillaby Lorenzo, who made that mid-race move to find the front, looked to be in a good position, but wasn't able to hold off Typhoon Stride. Uh, Mongiana was honest. Alice Kay Copped a lot of pressure early, uh, but did a good job. That lead time again, 42.9, was just sizzling in that race. And uh, Pantano Stride just continues to battle on well into fifth. A lot of the fillies engaged in the third event, the Garrard's Horse and Hound Gold Chalice heading towards the New South Wales Oaks. Uh, tough Tilly was terrific, sitting without cover, and she showed her class. Yeah, she was very good once again last night. It wasn't run at a hectic speed, lead time 47-1. Uh, Kate Gath had to do it the tough way outside the stablemate Rogue Wave. They didn't go hard early, 47-1, 31-1, and 30.3 the first two quarters. So it just developed into a dash home, and Tough Tilly controlled the race from the breeze, and she she was just a little bit too strong, 27-1 and 26-9 home. And she just proved once again her class and she'll be heading up to the New South Wales Oaks. Rogue Wave continues to perform exceptionally well into second placing. Beach Music had its chance but still rallied strongly over the last concluding stages. Prestige Stride into fourth and uh, Aliens Exist who also ran reasonably well into fifth placing. But all honest to tough Tilly, she was just too good. Race four over the 1,200 metres, the Mercury 80 final at Group 2 level. Yorkshire won the heat last week, backs it up, winning the final. Trained by Kima Frenny, great for Kima and for Chris Alford, who had a terrific night. Yeah, well, Kima uh, won the inaugural Mercury uh, last year, having driven uh, always fast to victory. This time she was the uh, recipient as the winning trainer on Yorkshire, and Chris Alford took the drive. Wasn't able to lead, sat behind the leader, Carlos Mack, held the front from Bonzel Benjamin in that early burn for uh, the lead and just enjoyed a really good run, was able to come through along the sprint lane to finish off too well. Roll over, second for Aaron Dunn, another very good performance coming from a long way back. Uh, Change the print was a much better run last night into third. Carlos Mack, never far away, and Bonzel Benjamin did too much work early. But all honest to Yorkshire, it was just too good. And well done to Kima Frenning and to Chris Alford. Max Delight, I thought, was terrific and a very competitive uh, free-for-all. Coming from last, tactics were to get back, got the right cover, second up from a long spell. That was a wonderful win. There was a few hard luck stories, uh, but the winner's no doubt. He, he's top quality. Yeah, uh, terrific performance. Uh, Josh Aiken driving there for David Aiken. Uh, David alluded in an interview last night on uh, Trot's Vision and Sky Active that they were going to go back with both Max Delight and Sir Leddick. And Max Delight, who was three wide, two back in the uh, three wide train when the runs started to come, uh, was able to work into it, but you could just see on the home turn, Josh Aiken just had a, a lap full of horse underneath him, and when he let down, he was just too powerful, and to be second up after such a long break and put up that performance, a mile rate of 154.5, I mean, we never question the horse's class, he's just a super horse, and the win last night just proves that uh, he's heading places, and if they can keep him sound, he's going to be winning uh, a, a Group 1 level, he, he's a very, very good horse, Western Sonador, really good effort, brave in defeat. Got a bit keen mid-race and 
just gets himself worked up. He just needs to learn to relax. But he hasn't had a lot of racing. He'll continue to improve. Sir Lettick doesn't know how to run a bad race. Riley Major, that was a Tassie horse that both you and I last night were, were really pushing, uh, having a good hope, and was heavily backed. was about $34 into about $10 at one stage. No luck whatsoever. He was sandwiched up between runners heading down the back straight. Lost his position. When he got out into the clear, he really savaged the line. It was a very good run for Rowan Hillier and Riley Major. Certainly one horse to follow. And Sicario continues to always perform well. But all honours to Max Delight. Western Sonador was good and the luckless Riley Major. Race number nine, Majestic Cruiser got the prize. Uh, he had a hard run last week, but it was a forgivable run. He dropped back in class. Race changed complexion when Maestro Bellini broke in the score up. Yeah, he's always been a favourite of mine, Majestic Cruiser. I know you gave him a good push. And look, he, he, he was in the right race. It was just a case of where, where he was going to end up. He ended up a fair way back, but the tempo in the race... Uh, worked out quite nicely after a, a number of changes, and uh, and you, you tipped him as your best actually, Dan, last night. Majestic Cruise, I he paid about seven dollars, I think, uh, on the tote. So uh, well done to you. And uh, look, Jeff Webster done an amazing job with him. Darby McGuigan's been driving him in recent times, and he's been going so well at Country Cup level, and it was really good to see him get rewarded with another win. I cast no shadow. Uh, look, he'll be winning very soon. I thought his performance was excellent. Uh, Kanina Provlima won for Benny Setri and David Miles. That was an eye-catching run. He did plenty of work and fought on like a cage line at the finish. Van Mara had his chance at the finish, and Uncle George had no luck, but certainly hit the line well. But all honours to the winner, Majestic Cruiser. He'll continue to perform well. I don't think he knows how to run a bad race. A mile rate of 154.5. Chris Alford completed a driving treble in the last, the consistent major man barn. He was terrific, taking advantage of when La Putty started to uh, struggle. And, uh, and Kiang Destiny, wow, this man's just having no luck. Oh, no luck. It's, it's going around as one of the luckless horses uh, going around to Victoria at the moment, Kiang Destiny. But all honours to major man bar. He's been running so well that every time he steps out, he, he never performs poorly. He seems to be getting his manners uh, a lot better in check now. Really good drive by Chris Alford. He took the opportunity of uh, striding up outside La Putty after a bit of a bit of early spice with Plan C having a crack at La Putty and uh, he controlled the race and then Keyang Destiny uh, contacted or got checked and then galloped and lost his position uh, was climbing over their backs but uh, the best it could do wasn't even able to run in the first five but all honest to Major Mamba. Uh, still screens come from last. Always uh, runs well. Plan it was a good run. There's a bit of money for it at big odds and certainly ran well fresh. Uh, Blissful Stride was honest uh, off the radar, but look, the luckless Keyang Destiny, it, it will be winning soon. Rob, the feature on Friday night was the Great Southern Star. It was a wonderful series. Tornado Valley, what a story. Uh, what a training performance and even a fantastic drive from Kate. The decision she had to make to stay on the pegs when she was crossed or to come out, uh, that takes a bit of uh, mental strength to do that and it paid off in the end. It was a wonderful story. Oh, look, it, uh, it goes down one of the great training performances I've seen and obviously we've seen lots of them. I mean, we've, we've been very fortunate each time something special produces. We, we highlight the trainers, but Kudos to, to Andy Gath. Uh, look, uh, I'm sure over a week ago this horse wasn't even going to run in the in the uh, Great Southern Star. And you know, I must admit, I, I think I called it a little bit of bluff tactics early in the week. I I, I couldn't believe how uh, how things changed within about 48 hours of his. You know, even from the speech at the night of nights, he still wasn't sure whether he was going to run. And they worked the horse on the Monday morning, and he was very upbeat about it. And the next thing he said, oh well. We'll, uh, we'll treat the elimination heat as our grand final, or bang, he held out uh, the favourite majestic man. 
put up a, a track record performance and then he had to back up two hours later and he wasn't able to lead. Things went against him, sat behind the leader. It was a bit of a slow tempo and he still sprinted home to win. Superstar horse, superstar trainer, superstar driver, Kate Gath bringing up her 36th Group 1 win. She's now got two more Group 1 wins and Karen Manning. Hasn't she come a long way? We're so fortunate. And Karen Manning last night also presented with her 4,000th uh, winner, uh, Memento, uh, last night. And they also named the female driver's room in the honour of uh, the great Karen Manning. So we are very lucky in harness racing. We have female stars everywhere. And this is the way Kate Gath got Tornado Valley to win the Great Southern Star. It's magical in front around the final bend. 28-5 third quarter. It's magical three metres Tornado Valley. Then Majestic Man Pink Galaza starting to flash wide. Magical's in front. It's magical from Tornado Valley. Magical Tornado Valley punching through. Tornado Valley's going to get up. He lunges and wins. Oh, what a champion. Goes back to back Tornado Valley. What a story. What a great training performance. What a horse. Tornado Valley's got through and won it and beaten Magical. Great line-up for third spot. Majestic man, Pink Galaz. Now, how are you feeling? Um, I'm not um, so emotional now. I was more emotional after the, the Heat um, win because as good as he's been, been working at home, they have to do it at the races. And it's like... And now to win, it's like it was almost too good to be true. Like to win the heat and then win the final, it was almost like a you know uh, a comeback fairy tale story that just doesn't really happen. So for him to do what he's done tonight, and for Andy to um, you know um, train him, train him like he does, and just. Yeah, it's it's quite uh, on at the start of the week when I said to Andy run this horse, I didn't expect him to, you know, um, come out and win it. And like Andy said, he thought the heat was probably his grand final because you just don't know when they've they've been off the race races for so long. The mile rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Fantastic result all round there. Potentially heading to the Night Pistol, which is next Saturday night, Rob. So there's Group 1 action next Saturday night at Melton. It's been a wonderful carnival. Uh, we thoroughly enjoyed it. I think we've earned a bit of a break. Um, but uh, look forward to your company again going forward. Some more Country Cups coming up over the next month as well. OK, well, uh, I'm not sure if I can convince you to come to Oakland's Junction later on today with the Australian Pacing Gold and Australasian Premier Trotting Sales. Uh, they've got plenty of yearlings uh, up for grabs. You've got plenty of money. Maybe uh, you can spend one and we'll buy one together, Dan. Yeah, my arm's getting twisted again. All right, Rob, you got me. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it, ladies and gentlemen. It was a wonderful night. It was the night for the arty party, the champion Lochinvar Art taking out the Hunter Cup. I hope you've enjoyed the mile rate. Look forward to your company again at the same time next week. Happy harnessing. <laughs>